Are you driven nuts by your workplace? Do your coworkers continuously suck at communication? Golly, Susan is such a drip. Her reports are completely useless. We have just the thing you need. It's Left for Dead. With Left for Dead, your coworkers will learn to communicate properly in no time. Just listen to these results from our trial runs. You did it, Bryce. Save your life, Bryce. What? Bryce is dead. Oh, I guess I didn't save your life. <laughs> <laughs> Works like a charm. Get Left for Dead today. everybody to retrospection we have a good episode planned today don't we fellas i wouldn't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you guys are douchebags <laughs> i literally asked three times what we're talking about we've got a new face here with us today this is our good friend skylar hello <laughs> nice to meet best. you tell us a little bit about yourself well uh me and mckay have uh been friends for a long time um about 15 years, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> Riveting. Yep. Skylar um, is here because we are talking about something that he introduced me to, and I play it all the time. It's an addiction. I thought he was here because Ben left. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, today we're going to be talking about Left for Dead. We're going to talk about uh, how it came to be. Uh, some story points about it, some fun facts, and then we're going to talk about how to play the game correctly, because nobody knows, dang it. Yeah, what you got to do is just run out in front of McKay. And piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> this and is too real. Smokered. We need to stop this podcast right now. It's too real. Okay. Run out into the open like <laughs> and shoot the zombies from every direction. <laughs> That's a, and throw a Molotov right underneath you. <laughs> There's several videos of me doing that. <laughs> it's actually helpful, <laughs> to be honest. Well, Left 4 Dead is a first-person shooter. If you haven't heard of it, you live in a rock because it's a pretty popular game. It's been around it's a really long time. It's really good, too. It's still good, too. <laughs> yes, it holds up very well. It's a first-person shooter. What you do is you survive from clarify. the zombie apocalypse. Let's just clarify the part that holds up well is Left 4 Dead 1, <laughs> not Left 4 Dead 2. Them's fighting words to some people right there. It's true. There's still some very strong opinions. We'll talk about why those games are different, too. It's because they're degenerates. But uh, <laughs> you're by yourself with three other people. Basically, you got to use your teamwork to get through to the end of each of the campaigns. Um, usually each campaign comprises of like five levels or so. Yeah, four, four or five. Four, yeah. There's one that's two, and that one's weird, and I hate it. <laughs> um, DLC. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the whole point of the game is teamwork. <laughs> yes. If you suck at teamwork, you suck at this game. Yeah, and I, so. think, I think Valve did really good at designing it for teamwork. Left 4 Dead was the brainchild of a developer called Turtle Rock Studios, comprised of a small team with some members having previous experience working on Counter-Strike as well as porting it and Half-Life 2 Deathmatch to the Xbox. Before concluding on a zombie game though, Turtle Rock decided they wanted to make a first-person wizard combat game. Obviously, they didn't do this, ultimately concluding that the idea was overcomplicated and described it as being geeky. With their previous experience on Counter-Strike, and some ideas floating around within the team, they began working on a mod for Counter-Strike called Terror Strike, a zombie survival mod using Counter-Strike's assets. After testing well, they joined up with Valve and the project evolved into the Left 4 Dead game we know today. So tell me, Skylar, when does the game take place? What when? happened previous? To us taking control of the characters um <laughs> all i know is the cutscene <laughs> that says two weeks before 
it, it just seemed like there was an infection and then like within a few weeks uh, some of the zombies gain like special abilities they're changing god damn it bill oh it stinks and the the infection is getting worse over time and i think that's what the initial cutscene was like trying to describe yes so imagine right now we're dealing with the coronavirus um <clears throat> And so, if the coronavirus was the same infection, we would all be dead <laughs> right now. <laughs> when did it start? It started like... Well, it started in last year? November, December, I think, in China. In China. So, I mean, if I'm taking a rough guess, before Christmas, everything would have gone to shit. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been that world. bad. Um, <laughs> so, but... Um, we have our four ragtag characters. They aren't characters that really typically go together. We have Bill. He is the, I think he's a Nam veteran. Yeah, he's a war vet. <laughs> Some sort of war From at Vietnam, least. Vietnam, probably. Um, we have, and I don't know how old he is, they never say, but we have Zoe, who is about 18 or 19. Um, you sure? She looks like 26. She's based off of a model, so... <laughs> I, always, I always thought she was older. Nah, maybe early 20s. I could be getting it wrong, but she's pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have Francis, who's a biker. Um, doesn't always obey the law. <laughs> He'll tell you about that in the game sometimes. Pretty much hates everything. I don't know how old he is yet. He hates everything. <laughs> in a humorous way. <laughs> then we have Lewis, who is a businessman. Frankie hates everything? Or Bill? Frankie. Bill's just honoring. <laughs> Close your mouth and open your eyes, Francis. You'll aim better. Okay. Francis will go about how he... He'll tell you how he hates everything. Right. I hate hospitals. And doctors and lawyers, lawyers and, and cops. cops. <laughs> <laughs> um, Basically everything. They're all gone. Yeah, and there's some, some tragic backstory to these characters. Um... I was asking you about the comic earlier because the comic goes into how they first encountered the infection. So if you had to take a guess, how did Bill first encounter the infection? So it was Bill that first encountered it. No, well, we don't know who encountered it first. <laughs> we just know how they first saw the infection. So how Bill first saw the infection. Yeah. <laughs> he probably just like freaked out well he didn't freak out but he probably was just like this is stupid <laughs> or something like that you mean so, how like where he was yes that too oh where he was what do you guys think i mean he's a war vet so he's probably at home reminiscing so he probably just saw it on his mowing, afternoon walk out mowing his lawn and he's like damn neighbors <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and he saw some crazy guy. Bill is a bit probably more, like freaking bath salts. <laughs> Bill's a bit more of a bad a than yeah. you guys are making him out to be. He was just about to go down into surgery. Oh, so that, I mean that's on, more interesting. That makes him a bad a. No, no. See, issues or after what? getting he, shot, <laughs> he was on the operating table, and they were just putting him under. And the doctors turned. <laughs> oh, seriously! Right in front of him. <laughs> so he, he thought he fought off anesthesia, and fought off the zombie doctors. Wow! And made his way out. After well, well doped up. <laughs> yeah. Are we sure he wasn't just seeing things on the anesthesia? Well, <laughs> well they were probably be... real things. <laughs> he, he killed two innocent doctors and then <laughs> fled the hospital. Knocked over some like test <laughs> test thing and it caused the infection. It's a good time for an infection to start. <laughs> After that, committing a so felony, that, double homicide. That is Bill's story. Francis is who I'll go over next. Francis, um, he's a bit of an outlaw. I don't remember exactly what he was doing. He was in some sort of bar. Bar fight. And <laughs> it had to have been a bar fight, but then he fought a zombie in the bar fight. He took a girl into a separate room. You can imagine what he was going <laughs> to go about in there. He's eating some pie. <laughs> so, you know, they're, they're about to get down doing the dirty. <laughs> pie. And the girl Pokemon throws up all trainer. over him. Oh, it was a boomer. <laughs> the girl throws up on him and then turns into a zombie. And so he fought off this girl and then 
he and his buddies made it up to the rooftop and they all had beers and watched the chaos. I don't know what happened to his buddies. <laughs> they all threw up on they... him too and died. They probably took turns seeing who could lean over the edge the furthest. Lewis one is, by one fell off. Lewis is probably the most boring. He was Best job. He yeah. He was in an office building. He was going to the bathroom and Taking the guy in the pills. bathroom <laughs> turned. <laughs> so he fought off a guy in the bathroom and then there's this cool shot of him standing like in an office window that's broken open on like a higher floor. And he's just like, yeah. Anyway, not as exciting. Contemplating jumping. <laughs> Zoe, you get a bit of background about who Zoe is in her story because she, she dropped out of college and her and her dad would just watch a bunch of zombie movies. <laughs> and... Uh, so it's there was some bad. there was some family drama between her mom and dad because of that, but then uh, they're having this argument at the dinner table, and a zombie just waltzes into their apartment. <laughs> wow! And they're like, "What the freak? Get out of here!" And the zombie gets Zoe's mom, and her dad goes after the zombie, trying to fight it off, and it gets him too, and the mom's dead on the floor. Her dad has been bitten. There's a bunch of skin off. I think it's his <laughs> neck or something, but somewhere. They they watched a bunch of zombie movies and the dad's just like you know what you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Zoe kills her own father and that is how she first encounters the infection. I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Talking about how Bill was bad, eh? <laughs> so that's the uh, how they all got into it. And then two weeks after that, we see them together in that opening clip where they're all fighting off all the zombies. And then, and then Left 4 Dead 2, we don't know very much. We don't know shiz about anybody. And we don't care. <laughs> the, the, I, I, mean, yeah. I mean, the only, thing, the only things we know is Coach was a coach. Because <laughs> that's his freaking name. <laughs> and then Nick, from what I know, Nick was a gambler or something, a con man or something. Yep. And then Rochelle... I think she was a news reporter. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I heard. Yeah, and then and then uh, Ellis was just a mechanic. A hick. Yep. Yeah, pretty much like a yeah. hickey mechanic. <laughs> so no, no cool backstories. <laughs> and you'll notice in this, we are very biased to Left 4 Dead One. We like it a lot better. We yeah. think the gameplay was better. And um, well, we know it is. Yeah, because we played both. <laughs> the characters are better <laughs> for but, a long uh, time. Anyway. Um, we can kind of go into that too. So after Left 4 Dead 1 came out and had so much success, um, Total Rock Studios, who was renamed, rebranded to Valve South, they got kind of sick of the communication between them and Valve. <laughs> and so they decided to branch off and mm. Valve took the name of Left 4 Dead with them. And so they made the second game when Turtle Rock Studios made the first game. And so that's kind of why I think it's so polarizing is because it wasn't even the same team of people who worked on the who second made it. game. That's interesting. I didn't know that. So that I made, found that, that makes out, a lot of sense, though. I found that out a couple weeks ago. <laughs> weeks ago? We but that months, years ago. I didn't fully know. I never realized. So you know about some of this, Skylar. There's some things that were left out of the first game in development. Do you remember what those are? There's a special infected that didn't make it into the game. Um, let me think. The The special infected, I watched a YouTube video once. Maybe that's what you're referencing. The screamer. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a screamer, and it was a guy, he was in a, he was in a straight jacket, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he was in a, a straight jacket, and then he'd see the, he'd see the survivors, and he'd scream, and then he'd run off somewhere. He'd run away and hide, and he'd keep screaming. And so, which is kind of an interesting idea. And the screaming drew in zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so the zombies would keep coming until you hunted him down and killed him. Gosh, that's cool. They should have put that in. They should have. Yeah. The mechanic of the zombies coming was replaced with the boomer's bile, um, because I guess they had the boomer idea, but they were like, what do we do with this? And so they decided to go with the boomer instead of the screamer. And so the screamer wasn't put in the game because it would have been too similar. <laughs> I think that makes sense. 
Um, some fun things that I didn't know. There was going to be a ranking system for players. An active like score on people based on how well they played. Because now it kind of turned into the, you know, you finish a level and it shows your stats on the screen. And that's basically it. Um, but so, this, you're, so you're talking about the people, the four people the in the game. Mm-hmm. Players. So you would get a score based on how well you played with others. Not the four people. Not the four characters. They don't have different stats. You're yeah, talking, just the players. You're talking player. So if you went online, ranking. another person yeah. would have a score. And so you'd know like, oh, they're not that great. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's an online ranking thing. Kind of like that. But they decided against it in favor of the stats after levels. This is kind of my own theory. And feedback from characters. Like when you shoot somebody and like when you first play the game, it's like, don't shoot teammates. Or they'll just respond like, what the heck are you doing, Francis? <laughs> <laughs> and so I think that kind of replaced it because they might have found like constant scores on your screen as annoying. <laughs> So, there were cutscenes as well that were going to play in between each campaign. To, to connect them? They probably found it hard to rank, actually rank people. Like, okay, are you bad because someone ran in front of you while you were crouched mm-hmm. shooting? Or are you bad because <laughs> you jump bad. off a building or something, you know? Yeah. Some things that, like... Probably it's give probably you a like bad in, score, in, incapacitated, but... like how many times you die, friendly yeah. fire and but stuff it, like but that. Some, but the problem with that is that it could be that your teammates are the reason you get, you get a bad score. Like, yeah, you're right. You get caught and you're killed by a hunter or a smoker. And because, because and your, your teammates, teammates don't suck. save you, yeah. So yep. it was probably hard to do any sort of ranking system. Yeah, it was ultimately dropped. The cutscenes were also dropped because of two reasons. They found that because of how replayable the game is, that people would find them annoying. <laughs> you know, if you play a campaign twice and then you're like, I'm going to play it again. You're like, I don't want to see these cutscenes. Go, 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 go. <laughs> but also... <laughs> yeah. Um, just put in a skip option. The, these, <laughs> the characters in this game get faced with so many issues as they're um, as you go through the game that um, they might have found it disappointing to players to be like, we made it, and then suddenly see their helicopter go down right after. <laughs> be like, are you kidding me? And it makes no so, sense four times or five times during a game. You, yeah, know? you get rescued by times. a helicopter. <laughs> a, you a get tri- rescued by a boat and then they kick you off. And then <laughs> you get into a military airplane and somehow, or not a military, well, isn't a military airplane a dead air? Yeah. And we somehow you don't make know. it to the military. The so, and then you get in the truck at the end. Here at the beginning of the level, it's depressing. Yeah. Well, that's that's kind of. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what Left 4 Dead 2 tried a little bit, right? They tried to like connect it because like the car from uh, was it Dead Center goes to Dark Carnival, and then there's too much traffic and you can't get through. So like yeah. the Left 4 Dead campaigns are connected. There is an idea behind it. They just don't explain it because they don't want to disappoint the players. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then ultimately. Um, there were also going to be alternate routes that you could take. So, like, you could like choose where you go, but they found that playtesters would get confused, and then mm-hmm. once they found one way, They'd they would around. only take that one way every Uh-oh. time they played. <laughs> and so they dropped that, and part of that was Dead Air and um, No Mercy were actually connected. They were related campaigns but when they separated out the routes they made them two separate campaigns and so that's why dead air mostly takes place on rooftops and no mercies mostly in the streets is because before it was going to be two different routes you could take that's cool i didn't know that so oh my gosh oh yeah because i mean you start on a on a roof on both Mm -hmm. yeah they should have done that that would have been cool yep We'll see what they do with Back for Blood when they complete it. 
I don't know, like, what's wrong with someone deciding to take the same route? People like us who have played it six zillion times are tired of taking the <laughs> same route. We know everything. Cool. <laughs> we could do things like, let's split up and see what happens. You two go that way. <laughs> and die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, see who makes it to the end. I wouldn't make it on expert. But If, if you, you had good enough players or... on normal or advanced, you could make it. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So. I'd be like, let's race. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> that actually does sound like fun. <laughs> so we know the background of the game, the story, mechanics. So let's talk about how to play the game correctly. Mm. I've prepared five things. I actually have a sixth that I thought of playing um, with some people who are less experienced. <laughs> um, oh, excuse me. But the last person you played with was me. The yeah, last seven he's talking about Tyler. Do you know? <laughs> I played with other people since then. You're not the only person I play with, okay? Who, who are these other people? One of my coworkers. <laughs> who is very new at the game. Very new. <laughs> and terrible. But <laughs> I wouldn't know from experience by birth. Okay. Yeah, you taught me how to play the game. So, <laughs> um, so what, what would you guys say, if there is one thing that is the most important thing to do in Left 4 Dead, what would that be? Take the CPU's health packs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is a tactic. Hit, if, if you're low on health, hit the CPU's until they heal you. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's usually what we do, too. Yeah. If you're at 70% and you want them to heal you, have another player shoot you down to... <laughs> under 50 then they'll heal you <laughs> up to 80 percent. so we're going to talk about how to play the system <laughs> so 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 my 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 number one most important thing i think is teamwork in the game i think yes. that's the most important thing well like you can't, because like you can't it's a game where you can't not do teamwork well like you can get away with a lot of crap if you're playing normal and even sometimes advanced but like on expert you cannot walk away from your teammates. Yeah. You, if you, you have separate to be at all, you're done. Because <laughs> they or you get smokered or something, and they can't get to you. And then your health's gone like that. And if there happens to be zombies in the area, and you run off to try and save the person, then you're just going to get pummeled and taken down. Yeah, so while your other two teammates die in the back. <laughs> yeah, because a hunter came or something. <laughs> yeah, they always come at one time. So one of the... I've got very specific tactics that Stay I think are together. important. Is that was that one of yours? Stay um, together. Stick no? with your team. Yeah. Even groups of two is a bad idea because just one smoker and one hunter can take both of you down. So, um, and if you know the game, you know what those are. Smokers, they'll they have a rope-like tongue and they'll drag you off from a distance, and hunters will just pounce on you, and they will just rip you to pieces <laughs> so one person's getting dragged away one person's stuck in one place getting ripped apart <laughs> and the thing is they come they come together they come like a smoker and a hunter at the same time and yeah. then a boomer so these two people have zombies and then two other people are you know tied up or something yeah if a boomer sh uh, throws up on you it's you can't see people's outlines through walls and you also, it's just hard to see in the first place, so... <laughs> and then zombies are attracted to you, so they come and attack you. A horde you. comes directly to you and no one else. <laughs> so, sticking well, together is important. And, like, when you're together and you get boomered, you can just start hitting and your teammates can help kill the zombies. But if you start shooting willy-nilly, if you're an expert and you shoot your teammate, it's like their health is gone. <laughs> <laughs> They can die in one shot <laughs> if you want. <laughs> An expert doesn't a common infected deal twenty percent of your health. Yeah, so uh, so that means you only five have hits five hits and you're down. <laughs> and a and a tank and a tank is one hit, and you're down. And a witch just kills you. Yep. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> expert is not something to joke around in. Yeah, you don't play expert as much because. We end up dying too much. <laughs> Starting over. Um, another thing I put, uh, let's see, pay attention to sound. Um, yeah. As you play the game, you get really familiar with what sound means. And the, a fun thing about Left 4 Dead is there's 
there's an audio cue, like a sound effects cue to anything that happens, and a musical cue. Mm. And so each special infected has a musical cue that's specific to them. And then there's also the sounds that they make, the growls or the coughing or whatever. Or the gurgling well, fat. <laughs> times if you're wearing headphones, you can tell You can tell where, where they are, too. So you're like, there's a smoker over there. <laughs> yeah, which so. is super nice. Yeah, and the musical cues come when they spawn into the map, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And so that's something that can help immensely. Yeah, because you can you can be like, okay, there's a hunter nearby, so I'm gonna not just run out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't want to do that in the first place, but, but it hunters, helps to know there's a hunter there. When hunters are close to you, they'll crouch down and they move very slowly. And so if if you hear a hunter and you just stick in a room for a moment, they might slowly crawl into the doorway and you can get them before they can pounce at you. Or they make a noise when they pounce, right? And you just can some, yeah. sometimes just hit when you if hear you that noise. hear the noise, you just <laughs> start <Sorry>. smacking. <laughs> so. And you can hit them midair. Um, do you have another one that you guys are thinking of? Stay against walls. Yes. Yeah, corners. Corners are the best friends. <laughs> there is a musical cue. There's not so much an audio cue for hordes, mm. but every time you hear the musical cue for a horde, Get up against a wall, or if possible, in a corner, because the corner is even better. Because then you only have to worry about 90 degrees or 180 degrees. If you're in the middle of a room, you've got 360 degrees that you have to worry about. And typically, if you're against a wall and they're dropping from above, they'll land right in front of you. Mm -hmm. Not like, on top. Even if you're against a building and they're coming out. <laughs> From yeah, I think rooftops. I think I think something to add to that, like some some of the environments in Left 4 Dead, the walls break. So sometimes like a room can seem like it is like safe, safe, but then a wall breaks. So like once once you play the game long enough, you know where the rooms are. But initially, it'll take test and trial to figure out where the holes break or the ceiling breaks or if something. If you know the game well enough and you don't know the level, you can even kind of tell where the breakable walls are because your flashlight will shine differently <laughs> yeah, yeah. on the wall and you'll see the lines where the wall breaks open. <laughs> and so if you are if you have a good enough eye, you can be in a room and be like, that wall's going to break. <laughs> that happens more in Left 4 Dead 2 because I'm less familiar with those maps. <laughs> so but, I mean, if if you if you have a room with, like, cabinets on it, the cabinet part is probably not going to br break. It's going to be, yeah. like, the if clear wall. If there's a bare part of the wall, then yeah. you're like, mm. <laughs> You're like, someone don't stand right in front of gonna... that. <laughs> but walls breaking is a bigger problem during, like, finales and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's and when it sucks. The farmhouse is a finale. big one. That, <laughs> like, that one's uh, hard. The elevator in the hospital or... Yeah whatever that's not like a finale but it's still a i love i i'm not sure if it works horde. as well in the computer version but on the xbox version you can still for sure hit things through those walls and so there's that when you're waiting for the elevator um <laughs> you can sit in that examine room and there's another room that's open to the side. Do mm. you know the part I'm talking about? Yeah. You can look down the hallway to the elevator, but then to the side there's another room and there's two breakable walls. And if you just routinely shoot at those walls, they'll never get through because you just keep killing the zombies <laughs> on the other side of the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a pretty fun uh, <laughs> tactic. Yeah. <laughs> Out of your five or six, we've hit. We've guessed two of them. Two. I think uh, to to add another one, if I can, uh, it's crouching. I think crouching is like super important, especially like when you're holed up like in a corner. Like if two people crouch in the front and then two people are like standing in the back, you it's can just really like shoot over there for everyone to be able to shoot. Because if you're not crouching in the front, then one or two people's just standing there while you fight off the zombies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the. Uh... The thing I like about crouching in Left 4 Dead is um, it improves your accuracy. Not every shooter does that. <laughs> and yeah. it's I've done it so much in Left 4 Dead that it's actually a habit when I play every other shooter game is I'll crouch when I'm trying to shoot at a distance. 
and a lot of games it doesn't do anything <laughs> which is really terrible. helpful to have the handguns and then crouch and shoot zombies from far away so you can pick them off really easily I think that's the best part because like if you want to conserve your ammo you like just drop down and it like it's perfect accuracy with your pistols when you mm -hmm. crouch right so you can just pop 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 and it's infinite ammo so you can just like conserve your ammo yep clear a field before you wander through it <laughs> which is an area i mean like... you can have a shotgun so you don't i mean you're not going to shoot someone from clear across a field with a <laughs> shotgun right yeah um the last thing i think of because we've hit i've had crouching pay attention to sound using your pistols um utilizing walls and corners and sticking with your team the last thing i can think of is just punching yeah if a zombie is That's close good. enough to you, just punch it. It'll stagger backwards, and you have time to whip out your gun and kill it quickly. And that way, if you have zombies that are like, I would say, how many degrees would it affect? It's not 180. It's, it's pro probably like 90 degrees it's probably directly 90, in front of you. Because I think you can hit, and then you, you can, have to hit on that side. You can too. hit one side, hit the other, and then start picking them off as they're stumbling backwards. And that way, you're not getting the crap beaten out of you while you're trying to shoot him right in front of you if you want to feel empowered which noobs do if you want to feel empowered beat a special infected to death just by punching <laughs> that's that's the, really good that is empowerment just beat a hunter to death with your punch that's how people become citizens in the U.S. <laughs> they plop you down in Left 4 Dead and they're like, okay. Beat that thing to death with your bare hands. <laughs> um, one, one, one thing I thought of was, uh, was reloading. I think reloading is mm. important to me because, like, I like the shotgun. And, like, when, when, <laughs> when, when you have a horde, like, it's easy to just kind of, like, blow through your, like, rounds. But, like... Then you have to reload them all, and it takes forever. So, like, as you, like, shoot one, like, reload it. And just keep reloading as you shoot, because, like... You gotta make sure you're, you're reloading when there's a slight gap. Yeah. Um, another thing, you can hit while you reload in this game. Yeah. The, it's more of an... It's kind of more arcadey in that way, where you can, you can hit reload. Like, even if your shotgun's completely depleted and you have to load it. Eight, like eight or ten rounds back into it you can hit the reload button and then smack and your number will keep going up until your clip is full and that is very handy <laughs> so well, yeah yeah because if you don't in expert you're dead like. another thing is if you let your ammo deplete your reloading will take longer and so if you do have a shotgun and you're like blasting stop you when you out. have one more shot and reload at then, least because yeah. then you won't have to at the end it'll just let you keep shooting immediately yeah because there's like breaks yeah if you're if your ammo goes to zero takes he'll reload and then at the end he'll cock it and then you can shoot. But if you catch it before then, he'll ch 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 and you can just pound it out again. So. Good to know. I think the machine guns have a somewhat longer reloading too, but it's not that much of a difference. So. And, the, and, and the thing is like, if you're like low on ammo and then all of a sudden like someone gets smokered and then like you only have two shots and then you try to shoot them and you miss, then you have to reload. It's just the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so of course if usually if someone gets smokered and they're not right by me i just pull out my pistols so and I can pop them crouch and get good accuracy and kill them faster <laughs> i do that with boomers a lot sometimes you're like quick reaction to somebody getting smokered and you lay eight rounds of your shotgun but you're too far away for any of them to do shit. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have like one bead hitting the guy at a time yeah, one of my favorite tactics, which is very, very satisfying, is when you you have to get every single bead of the shotgun round into the witch, and she'll die instantly on any difficulty, which is very nice. Honestly, I'm not good at that. <laughs> I've never been good yeah, at that. If you get your crosshairs, you have to be just close if enough. you're close enough so that your crosshair of your shotgun is just completely her body, then you will be able to get it. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, she's also doing this, and 
Yeah, it gets harder because once you uh, once you get up to her, she'll also start to stand up. So, you so can you're do like it in your you can do it into <laughs> her body too. It doesn't have to. Doesn't I thought it had to be a headshot. Nope. That's that that's what it. I thought too. Every bead, that if it gets it into her body, she'll die. Maybe it's easier than I thought then, because I used to always be, think it had to be a headshot. Yeah, I'd aim like right on the head. Bang. And then she'd move, and I'd miss a little. <laughs> and then she'd dang and I'd be like, "Dang you, <laughs> you witch!" <laughs> what I do is I just let one of the CPU die. <laughs> you yeah. run by it, and then eventually you, they startle. You that's, run past, and they'll try to follow you. And that's a tactic. <laughs> it is a tactic. You can sacrifice the computers if you need, need to. So. And and you know it's always nice to have a computer anyway because like when you play on like blood harvest they shoot in the trees where you can't see the zombies <laughs> so that's true they can see the zombies because they don't or have they to look or they the freaking <laughs> snipe a smoker from clear across the map you're like heck yeah <laughs> they're good at that they're really terrible when you're in trouble though <laughs> yeah they are oh yeah you're getting huntered and they're two feet away fighting off zombies <laughs> yeah, they're like, hitting the you gotta save me and then you can I, save yourself I was playing the other night, and literally, I was on the ground, just down. There were, like, two zombies nearby, two computers next to me. The other guy died, and nothing was attacking me, and they just didn't rescue me before my health slowly drained away. I died. I was, like, right before the safe room, too, and I was like... Yeah. So, computers are dumb in that way. Um, but, yeah... Anything else you guys want to add? Um, yeah, I think uh, I think Molotovs. Like, if we're talking about like, <sighs> yes. yeah, I think I think Molotovs are good. I'll, like, just a few instances for me when a Molotov's good is like when a horde's coming from two ways. You throw it on one half, and then you can focus on the other half. Mm-hmm. I think it's always wise to have a Molotov for the tank. Yeah. Yes. And for the tank. It helps kill the tank much quicker. There is a tactic with the Molotov <laughs> that is pretty funny, and you do it a lot <laughs> because I run out into the open. Yeah, a lot. I was about to say I, I was about to say that too. And it's it's humorous a lot of the times, but it is a good tactic if you have a Molotov and you need to get out, especially in Left 4 Dead 2 when there's never-ending hordes. You can chuck that thing right at your feet yeah. and. The zombies will catch on fire and instantly disperse, and that'll let you get away. You'll catch on fire for a little bit, but <laughs> you sacrifice your health. But I mean, if you have like a horde of zombies around you, like it's totally down, worth it. Your health will go down a lot faster if you're trying to See, beat yeah, off I've done zombies. That. <laughs> On an expert, it's wise to never be in that situation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it, as but a last resort, I'm you like just normal in advance. I like to goof around a lot, <laughs> and so I end up in that situation a lot. Like our, I need to just huck it at my our last feet. play session. You know the corner next to the generators. In no mercy yeah um we're sitting in that corner and tyler just <laughs> <laughs> just lights it all on fire we're all like oh my gosh <laughs> um, yeah it's it's a really good tactic on expert it'll, like the fire will probably like do some just, good damage it'll destroy but... you man <laughs> yeah um but it's I always like last resort the last thing is a pipe bomb and um, it's not as effective if you're surrounded by zombies because the zombies will keep hitting you if you're in their path to the pipe bomb. But uh, there are times when the pipe bomb is very, very useful. Yeah. And uh, like if there's a big open area you need to get through and you don't want to pick off everything. <laughs> I think I think for me the pipe bomb is my thing, my throwable of choice. Because like yeah, when you're in a horde and you know like you hear the horde noise, you throw it. And then you can deal with whatever you're dealing with right away. Sometimes it can divert an entire horde. Like, the pipe bomb will explode and there's no more left. Well, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh. See, <laughs> great. Like, for example, in a finale, when you kill the last tank, you and then you're like, okay, now we have to run to this location. Sometimes you can throw it. it. Can Chuck the pipe bomb in the opposite direction. Chuck the pipe bomb, and then you don't have to worry about any zombies keeping you from running. getting to the end or whatever. Yeah very good stuff yeah i think i think it's super useful Uh, that's that's one reason i don't like i don't like boomer bile like in the second game because Ah. like boomer bile i feel like is like a pipe bomb but then but then you have to kill the zombies anyway 
you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not very helpful. Even if you, like, get it on a tank and the zombies start attacking the tank, I, I always feel like it doesn't do anything anyways. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies are just a nuisance you just, to it. <laughs> you just don't have the zombies going after you. <laughs> but then once it wears off, they come after you and the tank does. <laughs> yeah, so it's like... Uh... Yeah, a pipe bomb during a tank, if there's zombies around, it's very helpful. Oh, very. Because... You yeah, do not the last... want to be stopped by a zombie while you're running from the tank. Like, especially if they come up behind you <laughs> one, and start one zombie. You. Yeah, <laughs> one, <laughs> one stupid zombie. They'll do that dumb thing where they're in front of you and then they flip around to the back, and or then... they come in the back and they flip around to your front, and you're like spinning around trying to find out where the heck they are. <laughs> and then the so, tank gets you. Yeah, it throws you off. Yeah, it hits off. a car into you. <laughs> you're <Yeah>. dead. <laughs> yeah. I guess that can be another tip. That's when there's a tank around, don't go buy a car. <laughs> or a dumpster. Yeah. Those will kill you like instantly. A whole team. <laughs> You're all like running away and just... And that's I've had that happen. It's like two or three people are dead instantly and you're like... Well, <laughs> run to the safe house by myself. And hope for the best. Well, it's very obvious that we love Left 4 Dead a lot, and we've spent a lot of time. I might have over a thousand hours. We need a comparable successor. Yes. Yeah. Because Left 4 Dead 2 didn't cut it. What's that zombie movie that was made into a game for the Xbox One? It's a third-person zombie shooter. A movie? Third person? Uh, Oh, uh, oh, uh, it's right. It's... I don't remember. Resident Evil. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Well, I mean, that was third person. It's a, and lot, a, zombie it's a lot like Left 4 Dead, but it just misses the mark somehow, and I can't, I can't tell what it is. Well, okay, why does Left 4 Dead 2 miss the mark for us? Because it is very Spitters. similar. <laughs> yeah. Jockeys. I think I think for me I think they tried to make they tried to level the playing field between like the humans and the zombies, but they just did it too much to make it. I would be okay with yeah. Left 4 Dead 2 if there were no never-ending hordes. Those just kill it for me. Mm. <laughs> because there's nothing more frustrating than trying to run through a horde and, like we were saying, constantly getting stopped by one or two zombies and then having a bunch more come up. And While your other teammate's getting smokered or something. It's right. the most frustrating like, moments of the game. It almost <laughs> takes away the ability to be like to help your team. Because it's like you you all have to run. If something happens to one of your teammates, you either turn back to help them and die with them because of the next Well, your other board, two teammates are running off or anyway. Or you just have to keep running because it's either none of us make it or one of us doesn't make it. Like you can't help your teammates during a never-ending horde. You just have to run to the end and hope everyone made it. Yeah. Yep. That is exactly and it's how really I feel. annoying. <laughs> But to be able to like be strategic in Left 4 Dead 1 and sit out hordes until they're done and then move on. Like you, like you you have a strategy to like fight the things. But like I feel like Left 4 Dead 2 tries too hard to like disengage the players, like the teamwork, like the running things or the spitter like makes the you players have to disperse. Sp- yeah, split apart yeah, or the jockey, disperse, right? Like the jockey it grabs, grabs someone and, and takes them off. Rams you off somewhere else. <laughs> Or no, the jockey I guess holds you and runs in circles. Yeah, can move you around to wherever what's they want the one to. That yeah, smashes the charger. You. The charger will also take you away from your team, right? Yeah, so all of them. It yeah. seemed like that was a big goal in the game was to like They're split, all split people up, <laughs> and it kind of gets frustrating, especially you can't in a finale you can't hunker down somewhere and just fight everything off strategically because if a spitter gets the ground you're standing on you have, you have to, to run off run out and that's last night i was actually playing with my coworker, and that's what happened to us and i was like well this is <laughs> crap <laughs> that was pretty bad but yeah. we somehow made it through it <laughs> see it's like left for dead one found the perfect balance yeah i mean it, it's bad enough to just walk around a corner and then get huntered and have to wait for them to walk around the corner it's but to be forced to disperse and, and then get huntered. It's a perfect balance because you have the smoker who will drag you away from your team. You have the boomer who comes to the team 
And bring zombies. And then the yeah. hunter comes to the team, but also will get stragglers if they're away from the team. And right. so it's kind of right. like the hunter's both planes, the boomer's close, the smuggler's far away, and it's all even. Because the hunter will like wait for someone to kind of wander almost. Yeah, and he can jump on them like from clear across. So yeah, they don't so, even have to be close. So yeah. it's like you're not being forced away from your team, but if you wander a little bit away from your team, you get punished. They get you. Yeah. Whereas what everything Left 4 Dead 1 taught you you get punished for being together with your team when a charger pounds into somebody if you're in a group you all just stumble away and and you can't you can't melee him like yeah. you can with everything else so you have to sit there and like just shoot him or something yeah it's and this is the fundamentals of why we think Leverett 1 is way better than the second game i think i think also they i think they I mean, they pounded it out in, like, a year. It came out a year after Left 4 Dead 1 came out. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like a rehash of what the original game was, but they just added more. Yeah. I feel, I felt like they overcomplicated it. Like, the first game only had three guns. Honestly. Like, the hunting rifle, the assault rifle, and the shotgun. But the other game... Had a bunch of guns that so did many the guns. same thing, basically. Yeah. Like, there's three... In the first game, you have the assault rifle. There's three different types of handguns or... mm -hmm. yeah the assault they, rifle they was your that. i don't even know gun. the difference yeah you had the auto shotgun and then you had the sniper and that covered like wide wide range shotgun you know you have your mid-range assault rifle and then you have the long range sniper but then in left 4 dead 2 there's two snipers and i can't tell the difference between them <laughs> <laughs> and then there's there's the original shotgun from left 4 dead 1 but then you have the other shotgun that just looks different and then, and it has like a slightly smaller, I guess. The tactical shotgun. That doesn't well, make that They have an AK. And, the other thing yeah. about Left 4 Dead 2 is in Left 4 Dead 1, you kind of have to watch your ammo. But in Left 4 Dead 2, it's There's like, always so many guns. There's such rare ammo that you pretty You're much. You're always grabbing a that different you, gun. That you pretty <laughs> so much. it doesn't even matter. That you pretty much either, if you want to keep the gun you like, you just end up not using it at all. You just, I guess I'll use my handguns the whole time. Yeah, basically. Because the thing if I, I do use like, any ammo, it'll be gone. I do like the difference in the pistols, though. The the uh, Desert Eagle, I like that gun a lot. I do, too. I really like that gun. Because it takes one shot to kill a zombie. It's got less shots in a clip, but it takes one shot. Whereas the original pistols, you have 30 shots instead of 8, but you have to... Yeah, <laughs> so you can shoot them real fast. Honestly, so. I would pay decent money for just a handful of new campaigns for left 4 dead one mm. <laughs> they're just like here's luckily, five new campaigns it's luckily we don't have to pay anything for new campaigns for left 4 dead one we can just snag them offline by well, people who have made them themselves the yeah that there's only there's only like two or three that are that that are that are worth getting. quality <laughs> what yeah like there's one that was like pretty well made Except that most of the level is on a ship that's sideways, and by the time you're done, you want to throw up. <laughs> I never had that problem, okay? That, that I did. was great. <laughs> like, I was sick to my stomach. <laughs> you're like, kill me by the end. <laughs> you jump off the boat. <laughs> well, I think that does it for our discussion, unless there's a last-minute idea or... Let's make a game together. I think we've thoroughly covered why we like Left 4 Dead 1 more than 2 and how the game came to be. And... One, one, one thing. I also like the characters on the first game better, too. They resonate a lot better. Yeah, I, yeah, I just feel like they, yeah, they're much more likable. And maybe that's just from the lines they have. Well, okay, the biggest pet peeve I have with the Left 4 Dead 2 characters is they give Ellis such an interesting backstory with his friend Keith, <laughs> but they never let him finish any of the stories with Keith. Every time it's just like, is now the time, Ellis? Well, when will the time be? <laughs> let him tell his story. I want to hear the story. <laughs> They're so, like, is, is now the time? It's like, yeah, now is the time. Like, You're the only just, people alive. We should be having good conversation during this whole time. So, uh, how's the weather? <laughs> is that what you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just, that's my biggest thing with those characters. But Yeah, same. That's how I feel. I like Left 4 Dead 1, you know, they'll... 
you get to certain parts in the level, they'll say certain things, and the other characters will respond in some way. Yeah, like like Bill and Francis have some like sort of hate relationship that they kind of like <laughs> like each other, but they hate each other. And like each character has like a little relationship with each other, mm-hmm. but like Rochelle is just terrible. Nobody <laughs> likes Rochelle. <laughs> she just doesn't have anything interesting to say ever. <laughs> yeah. What are what is that thing? <laughs> I don't know. I've never used a gun before. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, wow, you are the center of the party, aren't you? (laughs) Anyway, uh, if you have any thoughts about anything we've said today, or you have an opinion about whether Left 4 Dead 2 is better than Left 4 Dead 1, then you can... Keep it to yourself, because you're wrong. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if you absolutely have to, you can hashtag Retrospection Gaming, or you can tweet at any of us if you have a Twitter. You don't use Twitter anymore, do you? I don't you have a Twitter. In, like, I'm still I'm still subscribed to you. Oh, are you? <laughs> it tells me how many followers you have every once in a while. <laughs> I need to delete that thing. <laughs> I have five followers. <laughs> How are you gonna keep left. up on all the latest celebrity gossip if you don't have Twitter? I need to. I, I need to find <laughs> out what could... Donald Trump tweets. <laughs> so no, if I could just I'll Google it, I guess. CNN. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're obsessed. <laughs> Twitter is Twitter where that, huh? Twitter is where I find out where the development of Back for Blood is. Honestly, I, so. I I've thought about getting a Twitter lately, just because like I it follow, keeps you updated. All I do is follow some YouTubers and gaming companies. <laughs> yeah, there's a little too much crap on there, so you have to be careful what you follow. Yeah, selective. <laughs> but anyways, thank you everybody for listening to us blab on about one of our favorite games. All two of you. And there will be yes, we know who you are. <laughs> Um, and Hi, mom. We will talk. <laughs> we will talk about some other classics in the future. Thank you very much. Bye.